Growing up, I always loved going to amusement parks. Whether it was Disney World, Universal, or even local Canby Lake Park, I've always enjoyed the experiences I've had there. With only a week to go before the annual baseball trip to Disney World, my phone blew up with emails. Trip canceled due to coronavirus concerns. The cancellation of my trip led me to think of the impact on all amusement parks and companies that rely on them for their own business. I start with an interview with Karen Young, who is a travel agent who plans trips to Disney. I'm here now with Karen Young, who is a travel agent um, and specifically works with Disney. And uh, I'd like to wel- welcome Karen to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, so my first question for you is, can you talk a little bit about your company and what your role is there? Sure. So um, most travel agents work um, under um, the umbrella of a bigger company. So I work for Fairy Godmother Travel, which is based um, out of West Palm Beach in Florida. And my specific role is that I'm a travel advisor within that company. Awesome. Um, so as a whole, how has your company been affected by the pandemic? Um, and also can you touch a little bit on the theme parks as well, please? Sure. Absolutely. Um, I would say, you know, those first couple weeks when the pandemic really hit, it was just, um, sort of chaos. Everything was up in the air. We didn't know who was canceling when. You know, um, we had people panicking trying to get onto cruise ships. We had other people panicking and canceling all of their trips. So, um, you know, we basically just lived in cancellation world and on hold, um, you know, with different companies, trying to make sure that our clients were were all set. Um, you know, specifically, Disney shut down pretty quickly and they did it globally. So, um, you know, once, and we have people going to both Disneyland and Disney World, um, as well as, you know, some of the ones abroad, like Disney Paris. And um, so that was really challenging to watch all of those trips. My own personal trip was was affected by that. So, you know, we had a lot of people get canceled and then we had people trying to rebook myself included, I had a trip in April, I rebooked it for June and had to cancel for June. So we've had clients be canceled four and five times, Um, you know, different packages shifting. I think now that Disney's opening, we're hearing nothing but positives out of there. People feel safer there than they do, you know, at home. So they, you know, we, we know Disney always goes above and beyond and they certainly have, um, again, but it's still, you know, it's still a, a situation that we all just need to navigate together. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, um, since July, have you seen, um, an increase in business because Disney World has opened up? We have, which is really nice. It's nice to hear, um, you know, people start complaining about the wait times, <laughs> on hold to to book a special package for Disney. So that's been good. 
we've definitely had an increase. Um, I'd say more so for um, the southern states. So a bunch of my um, co-workers have, they all live in the south, and Disney just opened up a whole package for um, Alabama, Mississippi, all of those states that are that are right there. So they've been booking stuff like crazy um, in these last couple weeks. So we've definitely seen an uptick. We're not where, you know, we want to be, but it's getting there. Yeah. Um, in recent interactions with your clients, um, have they talked about any of the decisions that they've been kind of weighing out uh, from a health standpoint in their trip? Yeah, so it's been hard. You know, there's a lot of people have a lot of anxiety about traveling. People are afraid to book because they're afraid of losing that money. Um, I, you know, in the very beginning, companies weren't giving money back. Now they are. Um, but you know, for example, travel insurance does not cover uh, COVID anymore because it's now a pre-existing um, condition. So that's really hard. Um, but you know, I think our job is mainly to just sort of ease people's anxieties and let them know all of the different cancellation policies. Most places um, you can get a full refund uh, as long as you have not paid in full. So that's about 30 days out. And I feel like in this state that we're in, most people know within 30 days if they're going to be able to travel or not. Um, one last question. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say that we get a vaccine by um, sometime in 2021. Um, how do you think this would affect your company moving forward, um, especially from a theme park perspective? Do you think the bookings would skyrocket right back up? So I do. I mean, I think, you know, the next step, especially for Disney, is to increase their capacity. So right now, I think they're operating at about 25% of what their park capacity would normally be. So I think if you see a vaccine come out, you'll see Disney increase that park capacity. And then I think you'll see a lot of people's um, fears sort of calm down, and then they'll start to book more. So I do anticipate... um, you know, we call it wave season. It's between February and um, sort of early June, uh, where a lot of people tend to book a lot of trips. Um, and I think if the, the vaccine comes out, I think you're going to see a much bigger wave season than we've seen in years past. Awesome. So, yeah. um, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks for having me. After speaking with Karen, I was shocked to hear the positive reviews that she was receiving from her clients about their trips. How safe can you really feel with thousands of other people around you in the middle of a pandemic? Next, to find out more, I interviewed Bobby Sullivan, who visited Disney World in Orlando in July to talk about his experience there. I'd like to welcome Bobby Sullivan to the show, who recently got back from his trip to Disney World with his family, so welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, so I have a few questions for you, and the first one is, you pushed back your trip. When you decided to do that, 
were there any like trade-offs that you considered or say pros and cons of pushing back your trip? Yeah, we had the option that we could have really moved it um, to any time, I think within a year of the initial booking uh, time. So we could have pushed it to be, uh, you know, June of, of next year if we wanted to do that. But taking a look at William, my oldest son, um, potentially going back to college to uh, Bentley. And so uh, we were concerned that he wouldn't be able to go on the trip and that, you know, it was really a trip that we had put together uh, based on him wanting to go back. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so how, how would you compare this trip to prior trips to Disney? There was a lot less people there. So we, uh, we went, we camped there. So it's a little bit different from us when, when we considered going in, in COVID times because um, we have a motorhome. So when we tow a car behind us, and so we didn't have to fly, you know, there, and we didn't necessarily have to interact with hotel rooms, um, you know, as we went along. So we had a little bit less exposure on that. So that was one of our considerations. Like, okay, well, this is a little bit less, you know, daunting um, if we're just going to be going in and out of the parks. And so the first thing that we noticed going in is just that there's not 25% of the people even there. I don't know if it was because we were relatively early on in the process, but the first day we went to Magic Kingdom and we walked into the entrance gates and usually you have a mass of a couple thousand people there and just trying to work out and there was almost nobody there. And we went down Main Street and you could, there was stuff that I've been to, to Disney nine times, I think is, this was my ninth time, that it was the first time I saw certain things because it's always a crowded street that you're walking through and there just wasn't a lot of people. It wasn't a complete ghost town, but there wasn't a lot of people that were out there. Do you feel as if it was safe in in the parks? Yeah, I mean, all the stuff that they, they did, I mean, they removed a ton of furniture. Uh, if you go into, like, restaurants and stuff, they removed the furniture. You do, you, you order outside of the restaurant, and then you go into designated pickup areas. And once you leave that area, they wipe down you know, that specific area. So you're just kind of in and out. So it gave you that feeling of, you know, around it, that they're doing what they can to, um, to help out. Uh, one of the things that like waiting in line for the, the mind dwarf ride, which is one of the most popular things in magic kingdom, they actually put a plexiglass in between the, the lines and did the six feet thing. Cause it's such a contained area. So they put a lot of, a lot of effort into it. That's interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Um, if Disney were at higher capacity limits, uh, would you consider going with your family, say if it was at even 50, 75, or 100%? I would say that when you, you get up to like 50%, that's where I would start thinking about it, um, you know, and not covering, you know, not going. And in, when we went down there, it was the peak of the Florida COVID, you know, thing. So that was one of the things that was kind of going down and then we rebooked and then it all started kind of coming back up again. And if it was, well, 50% capacity, we probably would have stood now, we couldn't risk it. Awesome. Uh, so it was, um, there were definitely upsides and downsides. Yeah, I mean, we, we were joking around about it, that it, it might have spoiled us, you know, <laughs> and the next time we go there, it'll be like, oh, look at all these people.
<laughs> oh, we have to wait in the line? Line? Ooh. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it was different. Awesome. Well, thank you for your insight and for your time. I really appreciate it. Good to see you and good luck on your project. Thank you. After my talks with Karen and Bobby, the effects that COVID-19 has had on specifically Disney World are immense. That makes me wonder how all sorts of parks have been affected by the pandemic. Stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you.